The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Turn us on and the satisfaction's guaranteed. Frank discussion with passion on CJD 800. Really excited tonight to have uh, this panel. This is the Passion View, now trending edition, can you guess? Uh, we, uh, Orla Johannes, Andrea Elias, and Daniel Beznos will be joining us after 10.15. We're going to talk about why we choose to remain faithful, not why we cheat, but why we choose to remain faithful. Uh, and young men giving up on marriage. Apparently, women aren't women anymore. And what do you think? Should Canadian working women get a paid menstrual leave? Should we get like one day off of if on our period? That's like one day off a month, like in the heaviest time when you're cramping the most, and you don't, you know, this way you would maybe wouldn't have to take a bunch of pills, and and you could just go to sleep for that day. Uh, so we'll talk about that and whatever else uh, comes up. If there's some stuff that you want to talk to our ladies about, then you can send it to us by text at 514-800. Uh, but first... Let's take a look at the inbox. Make a connection anytime at 514-800. Let me answer your questions tonight. Um which is what I do at the beginning of every show, of course. And you can send them in anytime. You can send them to by email to uh, laurie at drlaurie.com. Bear in mind, the next uh, 10 days or so, I'm out of town, so I won't be answering your questions. But send them nonetheless, and just uh, you know, keep in mind that you'll get them answered in the next, uh, maybe in two weeks' time or something like that. All right, here's the first question. The reason I'm sending you this email is that I have a bit of an issue. When I hit puberty, from that time on, I have a yellowish-tinged semen. The doctors can't seem uh, to help me with it uh, as to why I have that, and this makes me nervous. I really hope you can help me with it. I can also provide you with the required reports. I don't know what that is. I just need an answer to why it happens. Is it bad? If so, then how can it be eliminated? So this is sounds to me that this is like the usual color of your semen. So like it's always been that way. So I wouldn't be too concerned, especially, hey, your doctor examined you. Your doctor found nothing to indicate a, a problem, like an infection, which would be the first thought in my head. Here's a couple of facts for you. Semen differs from man to man, and it can range in color from transparent to white to grayish to a tinged yellow. Uh, it also differs in volume and consistency. Where you have to worry or where a man should worry is if his semen is bright yellow or greenish, if it changes color suddenly, uh, if it has a foul odor as well. This would obviously indicate uh, some kind of um, infection. Sometimes the reason semen has a yellowish tinge to it is that it actually may contain a little bit of uh, urine. Remember, it passes through the same place, right? Uh, also, some foods that you eat might influence the color of your semen. So foods that are like rich in uh, <clears throat> sulfur, like garlic, onions, 
can actually cause your semen to have a yellowish tinge. Uh, it can also be related to infrequent ejaculations. So uh, those are some of the reasons why there's a bit of a yellowish tinge. Is it anything to worry about? No. You've had it checked by your doctor? Great. Your doctor found nothing? Let it go. It's okay. It's just a variation of normal. Um, I don't know. Don't get this one. One of two twins had breast implants. Who's got better breast stimulation? I don't understand that question. Uh, all right. Uh, what's the average penis length and average cum shot length? All right. That's an interesting question. So I've said this many times before on the show, the average length of an erect penis is approximately five point a bit, uh, inches in length, maybe 5.2, something around there, inches in length. The circumference or the width of the penis, how thick the penis is, is uh, anywhere around, it's around 4.5678, something around that, inches around. I know that sounds like big, but if you took a measuring tape, you would see that uh, that's you know pretty standard. Uh, the size of a flaccid penis does not indicate how big it will get erect. Remember that erections are uh, the great equalizers. The distance now, the distance of an ejaculate, that is roughly, again, these are averages, meaning that you have some uh, on one end and others, uh, you know, other people on the other end, is about seven to 10 inches. So it doesn't mean that you're hitting the ceiling, okay? That's, uh, <laughs> it could be for some, maybe, but they would be the outliers of that bell curve. Age also plays a factor in um, how far the semen will travel out of your penis. The older a man gets, the less power his ejaculate will have. Um, there's a few techniques that can be tried, like uh, Kegel exercises Edging, which is the practice of, of coming close to ejaculation and then stopping and then starting again, which is really what we teach people with premature ejaculation. So that might actually help with the propulsion of it. So that's a possibility as well. Uh, question, doesn't regular masturbation cause people difficulties in relating to other people sexually? i.e. they end up needing more and more bigger and more intense experiences, harder to satisfy their sexual needs. They become bored of normal sex. For the most part, the answer is no. So generally speaking, um, regular masturbation has no impact. In fact, has a positive impact. So studies have been done on that. And um, it, it, it helps maintain a sex drive. It, uh, it's good for your health. It's good for when your partner is not available. So that's for most people. But there are a small grouping of individuals who, unfortunately, um, they, have, they masturbate over having sex with a partner. So they do it to an extent that they're no longer available for their partner. Or they've got nothing left. Uh, for their partner. And those people are usually the ones who um, do this compulsively, who use a lot of porn compulsively, whose uh, a porn use is getting more and more um, like intense or uh, like you're saying needing more and, and bigger, like that kind of thing. But that's a very small portion. So that is not, we can't say this 
as a general rule. Uh, you, you do have some people that, that find um, fantasy sex far more exciting than regular sex or, as you say, normal sex. But that's not the majority of people. That is definitely not the majority. That is the minority. But um, people often use this kind of an, as an argument against using pornography and masturbation and all of that. But the studies don't bear this out, uh, at least the ones that, uh, that I've seen. So not, nothing, nothing to worry about. By the way, if you have questions throughout the show, send them in. If any uh, questions come in, I will answer them towards the end of the show, no problem. Or remember, you can send them in by email to laurie at drlaurie.com. Coming up, we've got a few topics that I want to share with you. Uh, Interesting studies on uh, why people choose to remain faithful. Often we talk about why people cheat, but we don't often look at why people don't cheat. What are the reasons given for not being unfaithful. We'll examine that with the ladies in studio. Uh, We'll talk about getting a a paid menstrual leave. How many women would love that? I'm sure plenty out there. Uh, So Dania Beznos, Orla Johannes, and Andrea Elias will join me in studio uh, coming up. to work out the kinks in any relationship. It's Passion with CGAD 800's Dr. Lori Batito. Ever wonder why you chose to remain faithful? Do you have a good reason? Is there really does it need to be a good reason? Tonight we've got the Passion View, now trending edition, we'll call it. <laughs> uh, and that's because Orla Johannes and Andrea Elias, both co-hosts of Now Trending on Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on the station, are in studio with us. Uh, hello, ladies. Hello. Hi. Along with my regular, Dania Beznas, who actually uh, a very good friend of mine who started this concept because of her passion for the, the view. view. So we decided we're doing the <laughs> passion view. We, you know, we had to outdo them because we just talk about sex and relationships. So if you want a female perspective on stuff, why don't you tune in? And uh, actually, you can watch the the live broadcast of it on Orla's Instagram, right? Yes, so Orla go- Johannes. Right. My full name. Um, and then you'll find it on Instagram, and we're going live right now. All right. Wonderful. <laughs> so people can interact too, though. Yes. Is that one of those interactive th- things? Because usually we do Facebook Live, but not this time because Paris isn't here, and, you know, I'm a dummy when it comes to that <laughs> kind of stuff. So what the heck? All right. Uh, this was an interesting study, and I talked about it last week uh, briefly on the show. Uh, psychologists talk about often why people cheat, like, you know, reasons why people cheat. But nobody ever asked the question, why do you choose to remain faithful? So the most important reason that people choose not to cheat is that they are satisfied with their current relationships. Uh, people whose partners treated them well, who didn't want to hurt their partner, who didn't want to risk destroying their relationship, were the most confident that they would not cheat. And the next important reason was that cheating would induce feelings of guilt. They did not want to live with their own guilt. They did not want to live with living a uh, double life, basically. Is this something that you've ever thought about? Like, hmm, why won't I cheat? Why, like, 
what stop what stops us all because the numbers are huge like they, they range anywhere from like 11% to 69% of the population that cheats depending on which study I think whatever, you look at I think whatever you do you justify it even if it's not such a good thing, you justify it. So if you cheat, you justify it. You justify like, ah, it. It's there's crappy a, there's at home. A, you justify it because you want to make yourself feel better, I guess, about what you did. But when my first marriage, when it was going really bad and I found myself being attracted to other men, I thought, no, I'm not making this ugly. If that's how I'm feeling, I've got to end this marriage first before I move on to anybody else. How healthy are you? Yeah, that, that's amazing <laughs> because I don't know many people that have that attitude. You'd I just, like them to have that well, attitude. Because I but... wouldn't want anyone to do that to me. I wouldn't want to feel You're such that a way. good person. Yes, awful, I know. It? Danielle, <laughs> 10 out of 10. Like, <laughs> like, really? Wow. You know, she's like saying the ideal thing, right? Yeah. That's what we all, we all kind of want to hear. And, we, I, and everybody says that, you know, if you are going to cheat, then why don't you break up with somebody first? That's but right. Not everybody many, says that. Everybody says it. Right. You say it to your friends, whoever, but... I've never once heard it actually happening, playing out this way. Well, and I was want, young too. Yeah. I guess people just want their cake and eat it too, right? But I feel like one of the, and this is not personally for me, but I feel like something that's missing there is one of the main reasons I'm sure people choose not to cheat is fear, right? I'm sure fear yes. of getting caught has to be a huge yes, reason. But it's not, it's not the top reason. Like the fifth strongest reason was a fear of the partner's reaction. Should you be caught and then the there was another fear which was a public shame right oh, so about, imagine that one what, for like imagine you're a public figure right yeah. and and this is just like every everybody's gonna know about it you know that like that would stop a lot of people who are in the public eye i would hope but then you see all these celebrities yes who yeah. cheat and don't they think, like, what's no, going to happen to my bloody they just, image? They're just self-centered, I guess, or they justify it. But I just feel like even if your relationship or marriage is close to the end, you once loved this person, you once had something together, is there not a respect at least for that, that you wouldn't want to hurt them? I think it depends at what point you're at, because if you're tearing each other's eyes out, thinking about mm, respecting each maybe. other probably doesn't even come close to it. Let, uh, yeah, except that let me add this because there were studies done on this that looked at the happiness level of people who cheated. A lot of the, it was over like 80% of the men who cheated said they still love their wives. Yeah, so it's I've not heard, like that, that wasn't the well. reason. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I, you know, I hate who I'm married to and, and so I'm going out. But the women who cheated we're often looking for a way out. But I think that's changing now that women are in a different position. But women are so much more emotional and things are, I think, a little bit more thought out when it comes to sex, maybe a little bit more calculated. Whereas I think maybe, yeah. men, anyways, from the men I know, could get caught up maybe more in a situation. And the next thing you know, they're like, oopsie. Oops. Yeah. Right. I crossed that line. Didn't mean to, but the opportunity was there. Uh, whereas women would think it through. So if a guy had landed on her lap, she might push. She would be more likely to push away than if a woman landed on his lap. Is that like, what you're saying? I just feel like we're a little bit more calculated. Exactly. I'd love to hear from our listeners. Do you think that way? Five one four eight hundred, especially for from the guys. Actually, um, coming back to your your initial statement about why you would keep faithful. For me, I pride myself on always wanting to be faithful. I have this fabulous life with uh, my husband, my two children, and 
um, out of respect and love for them. I feel satisfied in every area of my life. So cheating for me doesn't not, not even... Not an option. What would it bring you, option, right? doesn't even crawl into my head. Right. Well, that's the number well, that's one reason. Happy. Yeah. And obviously your husband outside of the intimacy is fulfilling other things that you're not looking for in anybody else, right? Well, right. this is what most most yeah. people who talked about this said they were happy with their current relationship, and so mm-hmm. that was the main reason why. And, and not they just my cheat. relationship, my whole fa- my family life, life. Mm-hmm. My, my whole my little world. I'm happy with. So for me, faithful. It's just like it feels my natural hair every day. Right. It's yeah. like natural, I, you know. I completely agree with you. I, yeah. I would never want to rock that boat, and I, I would never. I mean, I would feel so guilty about hurting those people yes. that it would. There's nothing that's ever going to be worth it to me. And for what? For, to, for to, what? For to, 15 minutes of of shagging? Mm-hmm. Like seriously? Mm-hmm. Right. Good thing you can say shagging <laughs> and not the other <laughs> like one Austin on there. Powers. It's, I like it or not. <laughs> hey, so, so why do you think men cheat? Why do they go off and cheat if they have if they have the beautiful wife? They have they have everything going on, and and you hear you hear this and see oh, this absolutely. with celebrities. They've mm-hmm. got the gorgeous wife mm-hmm. and the family. Mm-hmm. They've got everything going on. They still go off and cheat. I think the answer would be because they can. For many, it's the opportunity. It's Ego. the entitlement. It's the I, ha- you know, I provide a great life for. My wife, I provide all this money. I provide all this stuff. It's I'm enti- like I can do what I want. I mean, it's a sense of entitlement for for many. I'm not saying that that most guys who cheat have, have that attitude, but you do see that. And people in high higher powers, like in in higher societal mm-hmm. uh, stations or whatever, are more likely to cheat as well. So the richer you are, the wealthier you are, the more likely you are to cheat. The higher your position, the more likely you are to cheat. Do you think they feel remorse when they do this, if they have everything at home, like beautiful wife, family? No, because they justify it. Like you said, they feel entitled. They, yeah, there's a it's, justification. It, they deserve it. They owe, it's just it's sex. owed to them. Yeah, the end, yeah, it might just be, it's just sex. Like, I, I just want variety. Like, I, I, I provide for everything. For her, why, why, you know, well, I could do this. I earned this. Or I won't get caught. Or there's a, a cockiness that I won't get caught. Or I've just heard stories. Just today I heard a story about um, a husband who does it like practically right in front of his wife, like not right in front, but like the wife knows exactly where he, you know, oh, there he goes, doing his mistress. Or Did she another do one. it as well? No. No, no, because then he would leave her. She's not allowed, but he's allowed. <laughs> she must be incredibly There's strong. There's a healthy relationship. <laughs> yeah, there it is. A couple of texts at 514-800. They cheat because men get bored very easily. They like variety in body types, hair color. This is the reason I would never get married, writes one person. Interesting. Or the thrill of possibly getting caught. So maybe those who are thrill seekers. Like it, it is interesting to look at who are these people, right? They, are they thrill seekers? Attention seeking. Attention seekers, narcissists. Like what are they mo- most likely uh, to be? It's just that so many people cheat. Like so many relationships are affected by it mm. that it's hard to pinpoint one like one profile. There's not like one profile of a cheater. Uh, this text writes, I know someone in an open relationship and he's amazed how his own jealousy creeps in when his girlfriend expresses interest in another guy. Being faithful is a way to keep things simple and safe if you want that. 
So then there's someone who is in an open marriage and there's still that jealousy. And to me, like an open marriage with multiple, multiple partners is complicated. I, I can't imagine <laughs> oh my complicating God. my <laughs> life right. with, you know, adding more people to my life. who wants all those relationships? <laughs> Too many opinions. Oh, my too. God. Yeah. Yeah. Too many things, right? It's just like it's... I can barely manage yeah. my family of three. I can't. Like, Can you imagine managing no. a boyfriend with the husband oh God, and maybe no. even two boyfriends like and your job? I'm like, no, I, 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 I can't. Uh, I knew someone that cheated on his wife because he was kind of into S&M and she wasn't. So into different sexual practices, that I've heard. And that's a different reason. Again, is it just a... Viable? No, None. unless you have an None. understanding with your partner. You know, re, uh, renegotiate the terms of that marriage. Coming up, should Canadian working women get a paid menstrual leave? Are you in? Do you want it? We'll answer that. From the pleasure and the politics to the hangups and the heartbreak, you're listening to Passion, CJD 800. How great would it be if once a month on our period day, well, the the first day of your period when you got your worst cramps, you get to take a sick day and that's included, you know, on top of your already allotted sick days. So it's like a once a month paid menstrual leave. I think it's brilliant. Japan, Taiwan, Indonesia, South Korea, and Zambia and one Egyptian company are all giving their female employees the chance at a paid day off when menstruating. And now we're going to find out if Canadian companies can do that. What do you think? Oh, my goodness. Shopping day, <laughs> once a month. Oh, oh, oh no. My no. God. Wait a second. <laughs> Wait a second. Oh, I, I have to be at home? Do I have to be at home? Well, uh, you know, all I can picture is this. You posting in your boutique with the bags, <laughs> and there's the boss, like, following you on Instagram and saying, uh, paid sick leave? Uh, this is not a vacation day. <laughs> I think it's a fantastic idea because I have to say, you know, when what well, that, that first day can be – I mean, to get up and go anywhere, it, it's, it can be painful, yes. not fun. And um, I think that's a fantastic idea that I think Justin should definitely implement as soon as possible. Wouldn't it be great? Well, I think it's individual <laughs> companies. I, maybe we should. We're all, you know, we all work here. What do you think our boss would say? <laughs> Sorry, can't do the show. Yeah. I got a cramp. Yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> I need to take the night off. I, I, I don't know. Would it fly here? Danya has a... Woman in business, like... I don't know. As a, as an owner, I don't know that I would have liked that. Okay, to give your employees... That's a lot of time. That's 12 days. A yeah, year that's over 12 and above days over and above your, your vacation. Uh, that's a lot of pay. Uh, you, I would always have felt that. Like, I never had terrible cramps. I never felt like, oh, I have my period. I can't go to work. That was really not a thing for me. So it would have kind of bugged me like, mm, right. did she really need to take that off? So as an, as an, as an employer, that would right. really bother I me. I love what this guy writes. If we're about to give women one day off a month for menstrual reasons, then men should have a put up with PMS day. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I love right? it. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just like, as a woman who menstruates, I love the idea of potentially, you know, on some of those days you wake up and you really do feel like garbage and you have, tr like, you're not an effective employee in the sense that you have trouble right. concentrating, you know, you're you're in pain, headache, you know, the whole thing. Got a lot of bathroom breaks to change the, all you know. All of that, all of that. Yeah. Feminine hygiene. But 
at the same time, you know, we are trying so hard to be more equal in the workforce. Right. And I, we already know many, many companies won't hire women of childbearing age or, I mean, most of them won't admit to it, but we still know it's a practice that happens because they're concerned that they're going to have to deal with a maternity leave. So, you know, if this is something that could potentially happen, you just wonder if oh. you're going to see a, your male counterpart getting hired over you because you know he's going to be there, not taking his 12 days or whatever it is off. So that, that I guess, concerns great point. me a little bit. You're right. And they might just make another excuse, but that would be a way to discriminate is, yeah. against women. I also think these days, if you do have terrible period pains, um, which, you know, a lot of people do, I do, I go for a painkiller. Neurofen, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I, I buy in England. It's great for migraines, cramps. And then you're right as rain and you can carry on. You know, for so, some, some people get it really bad. Like yeah. I get it. And I think it would be the exception more than the rule. Like if you have, if it's really bad, then maybe from a doctor's a note doctor's saying, note, exactly. look, she has really bad yeah. periods on day one. Like if you can get that doctor's note, then, yeah. then, then maybe, but I can't, that's a lot of women in the workforce. Also today people can work from home. So that also makes a big difference as opposed to before. Yes. That's a great yeah. point. Maybe they could work from could home work that from day. Home. Yeah. Yeah. What what do you think? Uh, we got a joke here. Good evening, ladies. I have a joke for you on this subject. Why does it take three women with PMS to change a light bulb? And then it just screams, it just does. <laughs> <laughs> so Look at all the bad jokes, huh? Could you imagine the workplace jokes? Oh, she's on the rag. Oh, what's wrong with like, Yeah, they'd be like, everybody knows your personal business. Everybody knows when yeah, you're... Yeah, it's true. Right? It's yeah, because it's, it's not something you publicize or talk about when it does happen. And plus, women get in sync, right? Like, I know Orla and oh, I are often on a similar schedule. Oh, my goodness. Like, all the women so in the office. Stuff, like, everybody's out. <laughs> all right. All the ladies oh are out goodness. for the month. That would be crazy. That would be hilarious. Yeah. This texter yeah. writes, male employers just will not hire women. They want to make yeah. money without any harassment. Tylenol gels are great, but, t- but Tylenol is a bit dangerous. So um, obviously if you take a lot of meds and whatever, sometimes you're not fu- you're non-functional when you have to take like big meds, you know, yeah. where like huge painkillers that might put you to sleep or, or whatever. <laughs> um, female employers too would think twice about it also. Yeah. And this yeah. text writes, I wouldn't want to want to get a doctor's note saying I'm on my period. It's none of their business. Yeah. Well, that's so that's that. another part, right? And like you're going to yeah. go to the CLSC and wait for 12 hours. It just, you know, the whole thing that I, I feel like that. It's a lot of work. And oh. the jokes, like one person writes, where's Suzanne today? And the other guy says, she's visiting the Red River. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> oh God. Like, you, like, that's one joke. Could you imagine how many jokes would come out? Right. Okay, so I take back my whole shopping day thing. <laughs> then once you know, grin and bear it, go to work, Orla. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I want to know what you think about this, ladies. Uh, we've got Orla Johannes, Andrea Elias, and Daniel Beznos for our Passion View uh, now trending edition. Uh, this uh, Christian mom, this she's a Christian blogger. She's a like a they call her the professional mommy shamer. Her name is uh, the Transformed Wife. That's what she goes by. Her name is Lori Alexander. Actually, she makes videos, and in the latest one, she responds to criticism that she received for telling married women they should have sex with their husbands even if they don't want to. She says, um, you know, people are saying, well, isn't that marital rape if you just do it? And she goes, ha, ha, absolutely not. Her explanation of all of this, 
uh, doesn't really make her sound all that great. She says, um, well, at first she treats sex like a chore, comparing it to going to work and cleaning the toilet. And she says, who cares if you don't feel like doing it? It has to get done. So it's something that has to get done. She's, uh, she's not saying women have to have sex when they don't feel like it, but they should have sex even if that's the case because that's what God wants. She says, I teach women what the Bible commands. The Bible commands that we do not deprive our husbands of sexual intimacy. This is from God. It's not from me. This is what she says. Oh my. Wow. Yeah, I know. Jeez, that's um, painful to listen to. It is. It's like, like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Painful. And which is so interesting because, um, if you look at the Old Testament, this is this is the Christian it's not approach. The, case at the all. Old Testament is the opposite. Like Complete. you have to, you have the wife has to be pleasured first. That's like right. The duty it's the is man's to the wife. Obligation to pleasure his wife. That's Maybe right. she was looking at the wrong Bible that day. <laughs> yeah, we might. We well, I, she got but, her Bibles muddled up. <laughs> <laughs> she should have been looking at the Old Testament. Right. It's a little bit different. But if we were to read the the old and new together, mm. like you would see that there is a commandment that says that the wife, uh, the wife has to be pleasured first. Yes. Like that, that is the, it's the duty of the husband. I can see so. lots of women running out now to get this Bible Old Testament. <laughs> <laughs> I'm converting I'm to Judaism. <laughs> Does God really have to be involved in your bedroom? Well, like, thank you. It's like, can we just, you know, do, do only when you sense, yell his you know? name? <laughs> I mean, but it really, but it's interesting. She, like she says, this doesn't, this doesn't take much time or effort, even, but it makes them happy, and this is what God calls us to do as their help meet women. Oh, so what is help he meet to women? Do to make so us don't happy. live your life by your feelings. Instead, live your life in obedience to the Lord because you love. Your husband. Sex that doesn't take time or effort. Truly the height of lovemaking right there, right? Oh, my goodness. Well, anyway, we'll talk about that. Passion with Dr. Lori Batito on CJAD 800. The Passion View, now trending edition in studio. Orla Johannes, Sandra Elias, and Dania Beznas in studio. Talking about this Christian mom blogger who basically is, uh, you know, shaming women who uh, don't feel like having sex. But what she tells it, so she goes on video and tells women that, hey, come on, you just have to do it. Just like any other chore. You may not like washing toilets or whatever, but you got to do it. It's your job. Uh, and then she says, she tells the story of a woman who said her husband began having sex with her in the middle of the night without her consent. And she wanted to know if that was considered rape. Of course, the the answer is yes. Of That's course. marital rape, right? No, she said it's not because she says, well, do you feel like you need to call the police and have him locked in jail? Yes. Because true rape would involve the police and a stranger. This is her words, her literal words. Uh, by her definition, no man in a marriage can ever rape his wife, which of course is not true. So just um, so do a bunch you, of silliness. So you, you don't find it a bit of a turn on, Andrea? Like, <laughs> oh, God, I'm enraged. I hate this woman. I mean, like, <laughs> no, no, I'm not talking about the woman. I'm, I'm, you know, like in the middle of the night, we start getting frisky. Yeah, but and then you wake up. That is not a turn on. That's like, could you let me sleep? No. I did not say yes. <laughs> I, I think in the right circumstances, yeah. but I mean, in, in a consensual <laughs> manner. I mean, this is this is like this woman's a whack well, job. Oh this yeah, is, I, I definitely agree. This woman is a bit cuckoo. 
Listen, you know, I've think- had I've had clients who tell me these stories that their husbands are um, having sex with them in the middle of the night, and they report saying feeling violated, absolutely raped, absolutely. Uh, and their husbands don't get it. Like they they're they're like. I don't, I don't get it. You know, what do you mean you don't get it? I'm not concerned. Like you didn't ask me. You're just doing it because you woke up with an erection and you think that I have to, you have to stick it somewhere. Like that's not right. That's not what consent is about. He could stick it in his hand in the back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now I have to say at the beginning of relationships, we might, when you're oh having a lot goodness. of sex and yeah. you're not sleeping much and there are no kids to worry about and yeah. all this stuff. Yeah. I see. I can see that that's a different, that's a context, which is a little bit different. Like I remember my husband saying to me too, he goes, what happened to those days when you'd wake me up in the middle of the night? You know, I said, oh, no, I need my sleep, baby. You know, <laughs> like that. that ain't never going to happen again. But it's interesting. Um, does she ever say that she's married? Does she ever talk about her sex life? Does she talk about yeah, yes? Yeah, well, but- she says yes. This is applies to, I guess, to her to as her? well. This is how okay. she views Marital but I wonder sex, if, but right? viewing something and actually doing right. it are two different things. I'd love to know what she gets up to. I also yeah, think using the religion, butt. the Christian religion, oh, Lord. part of it is oh, terrible. Terrible. Says, I cannot believe that Thank Christians God I'm an atheist. Pardon yeah. the pun, yeah. you know? Yeah. 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 yeah, I cannot believe that's a Christian preaching. Yeah, yeah. that's a... No I good. don't believe that. Well... This is the this is her whatever. Right, I mean, she her. speaks for whoever. She's yeah. a Christian blogger known as that. All right, let's move on to something more fun. Uh, and speaking of uh, accents here, <laughs> let's hear Orla saying shagging <laughs> and whatever else she likes to say. Uh, the world's sexiest accents. So they did like this this whole study. What do you think was number one? New Zealand was number one. I was going to say Australia. New Zealand. Australian accent was number five. What's the sexiest accent for you? Besides Orla's <laughs> accent, which I love. I, I have to say when I, when I, and I said Australia, because when I was there, it was like every man, first of all, was drop dead gorgeous and they had <laughs> this accent to go with it. And I was just like, I was mesmerized the entire time I was there. I found it to be really attractive. Yeah, it's uh, the the Australian accent. I like is French. Lovely, the French yeah. from France. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that was number France. seven. Yeah, that was number yeah. seven. Yeah. Even when a woman speaks, yes. Yeah. I happen to like the South African accent. Uh, th- I like quite that a bit. one too. Yeah. That was number two. So if I say Texas, <laughs> te- Texas is your favorite accent. <laughs> Really? Really? I, I, I think, think she just be... likes the cowboy boots. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's all out now. I mean, I think it's kind of, I think it's kind of cute. Okay, that made number like, nine. That was ninth. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, do tell me, where are the Brits? <laughs> the Brits uh, didn't make it on number on the tenth list. I can't believe You're that. Kidding. I'm no, there. The tenth was Brazilian Portuguese. Number nine was. Southern USA, then Spanish, French, Scottish, Australian, Italian was number four. Irish was number three. Irish number three. Yeah. Okay, and I'm Irish n- Number now. two, <laughs> South African, and num- and the first one was Kiwi from, from New Zealand. So Interesting. Yeah. Ireland number three. Yeah. Bit of Ed Sheeran, Colin Farrell going I like on. that. I like that. I like that. Here, this, uh, this text writes, do men ever complain when their wife or girlfriend does them in the middle of the night? I will never refuse a blowjob no matter what time of the day. <laughs> yeah. I can't see women saying the same thing no right 
I can understand. Yeah, I don't think a guy would refuse. It takes it. a little no. bit more to get us, you know, going. <gasps> yeah, it would take a bit more. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. What do you got? I think we're just also like. I think women are more like. Okay, I have to get up in the morning. I need to make breakfast. I need. I have this whole day ahead of me. Whereas men are just like, oh, well, look, I woke up with this. Like, where can I put it? <laughs> <laughs> You know what, Andrew, I totally see your point with the whole thing. Like, we have very young children, and sometimes it's like, stay away. I just need to sleep because I was, I'm going to be even more grumpy tomorrow morning. Right. But then on the flip side, sometimes it's like, you know, when you, when you feel somebody getting frisky in the middle of the night, and I don't know. I, I think I think it Let can be cool. Sleep. Yeah. Let me sleep. That's my bottom line. This text writes, my new boyfriend asked me if he can have sex with me while I'm sleeping and wake me up. I found it hot. I like the idea, but I admit I still need my sleep too. He told me I could do the same to him. You just said one thing, my new boyfriend. That's right. <laughs> with a new boyfriend. Call us in six months. You'll do whatever, right? <laughs> it's like you're open, open, open. Yeah. But fast forward. I, I, I mean, my husband and I have been married 10 years. And and he he says that to me. You can wake me up in the night, any night. But do you? <laughs> That's right. Do you exactly? My husband would be very happy to be woken up too any time. But do I? Uh, no. <laughs> Sleep is where it's at. No, yeah, so I think we'll leave it on that. We all want our sleep, except yes. for Orla, you don't mind. I know, I, I do need my sleep, but I know that men have their needs too. That's the thing. It's like a whole balancing act I seem to like be living. It's a whole balancing act. Yeah, but as if, why, are you the only one who has to fulfill that need? Yeah, it becomes then... Like the Christian blogger. Oh, it's God. your responsibility. <laughs> I'm going to Google this Have chick fun now. now. Have fun. <laughs> oh, ladies, ladies, where can people hear you? Tell us a little bit about the show where people can, can tune into you. So Andrea and I have a show every Sunday on CJAD at 2 o'clock in the afternoon called Now Trending. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, The Now Trending Show. You can also follow me on Instagram at Orla Johannes. And we're, Andrea and I are always posting videos, photos of what we're getting up to. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I'm Andrea And they're best girlfriends. We yes. Are. Yes. yes. We are. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, the girls. But anyway, oh. it's okay. All, all good. Dania, where can people find you? Apple and pear design. Wonderful. People can find me at Dr. Lori Batito. I want to thank you all. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Brian Callistar, our wonderful producer. Thank you to our, our wonderful panelists. Uh, you can connect uh, with me via email to send me uh, your questions through my website, drlori.com. Uh, bear in mind, for the next 10 days, I will not be in studio. Paris Mansouri will be sitting in with, uh, for me uh, with a whole roster of special guests and, and panels. So I'll be away. Uh, but uh, I'll miss you. I'll miss you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And have a great rest of the evening. And remember to live your life with passion. Music.